Talking Colorado Mesa men's hoops with Mavs coach Mike DeGeorge on the team. Maverick men coming off the sweep this past weekend, taking down New Mexico Highlands, and then on Saturday night to get the win against CSU Pueblo. Joining us right now, head coach of the Maverick men, Mike DeGeorge. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me, Jim. Beat goes on. Your team, uh, another weekend sweep, uh, getting the victory, of course, uh, to open up things on, on Friday night against New Mexico Highlands with an 87-79 victory, and then you cap it off with uh, CSU Pueblo getting the win 76-61. to So let's go back to that Highlands basketball game, and uh, we had talked about uh, Dante Moses for them, really good player, uh, guy you're going to have to really uh, find a way to, to curtail his scoring. Well, that didn't happen. He scored 35 points. But the good news was, though, that nobody else was in double figures for them. So he got his and more, but nobody else had a big night for the Highlands Cowboys. Yeah, and, you know, I, I would like to say that was by design, but it really wasn't. We just we really just had a bad weekend defensively, and luckily we were able to survive the two games. But it was not the kind of team defense we're used to playing. And, you know, he's way too talented to give him the space we gave him to play in. And so it was a disappointing effort. But, you know, those last five minutes of the game, it was very tight. And our guys once again kind of rallied and found a way to win. And that is one of the key characteristics of having a quality team is you got to be at your best in the biggest moments than they were on Friday night. Well, in, in defensive, like you said, not what you're expecting to see from your guys. But on the glass, did a nice job. You out-rebounded them 45 to 31, and and so that that was an area that you certainly had a leg up on on the Highlands Cowboys on Friday night. Yeah, and it was kind of a weird night. They went, they started the game in a box and one on Blaze Street, and kind of tried to deny him all of the floor. And you know we hadn't seen that before, and we got good looks, and you know went into the halftime up 15, and then they went back man, but continued to deny Blaze because he wasn't real assertive getting the ball in his hands, and it really limited his role offensively. And I think it affected him throughout the game. Um, so it was good to see something like that. We haven't seen that this year. And, you know, people are starting to come up with more creative ways, whether they're trying to trap plays and ball screens um, and do different things uh, to try to disrupt his flow. So it was good for us to see that. We survived it. And, um, you know, got to move on and get ready for the next one. And so we were a little better on Saturday, but it still wasn't a great defensive effort. And, and look, people are going to see the film, and then they're going to try – to do that to Blaze, what do you tell Blaze in terms of combating that and how to deal with that when teams go with a box and one on him? Well, we probably ha- I probably handled it poorly in the game. I was just kind of like, hey, let's not panic about this. Just kind of let things go and flow. If they're going to deny you, you know, that we have good players. We can play four on four. Worst case scenario, and so he just wasn't very assertive getting the ball in his hand. So we just did a few things in practice yesterday of like how to cut and get open. I mean, it's not like you can really deny him. He's such a good athlete. Right. You know, if you take one angle away, he's going to beat you the other angle. So he's just got to cut harder, and and uh, it'll open things up. I don't think it's a good strategy, but I would not be surprised to see it again because it was effective on Friday night taking him out of the flow of the game. Maverick men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge with us on the Team Sports Network. Uh, Trevor Baskin stepped up against Highlands, had a big game, 24 points, 13 rebounds, uh, a double-double. But it uh, seems like every week, we mentioned Christopher Speller. Coming off the bench, it seems like every week, Mike, he's has he has a game over the weekend where he makes some pretty significant contributions to what you guys do. 16 points in that game against Highlands, eight rebounds, a really good performance for Christopher Speller on that one. 
Yeah, we, you know, I guess after we played Westminster uh, the first time, we made the decision to move uh, Christopher Speller off the, as the lead guard to back up Blaze and use Elijah uh, Newton in that role because he wasn't, when he was playing, he was playing shooting guard. He wasn't really getting any touches. And Burr was struggling in tight spaces being the lead guard at times. And so just that move has really sort of electrified both guys. Uh, you know, Elijah's kind of been on and off. He's a first-year guy, and he's figuring it out. But Fur's just been really solid. He's just a great defender. And, you know, losing Isaac Jessup this weekend was a big blow to us. And so, uh, you know, his role is going to even be more important moving forward. Give us an update, if you can, about Isaac Jessup. Yeah, he cracked a, a bone of kind of in his knuckle on his guide hand, on his left hand. So it, it's four to six weeks um, is the prognosis. Now we're hoping we can get the swelling out there and they can figure out a way to brace it. And he, because it's not a shooting hand, maybe he can – come back uh before the end of the season but it can't they you know they were going to search for they just said it's in a spot that's incredibly painful and there is some risk of uh further damage to it if he got hit again so finding a way to brace it where you know if it was football they could just put a big club on there but unfortunately <laughs> for basketball they probably let you do that. yeah yeah so no, not gonna let you do that. No, not gonna swing that big old club yeah. around. No doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then on Saturday, you, you wrap up the weekend. You get the the sweep against uh, with the the win against CSU Pueblo, seventy six sixty one. Okay, they 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 slowed down Blaze on Friday night. Saturday night, he was back to being Blaze. Twenty seven points uh, to lead you. Nineteen from Owen Koontz. Uh, Mike uh, Mick McCurry had ten off the bench for your basketball team. Uh, but once again, though, Blaze three. You can. You can only hope to contain him one night. You're not going to shut him down for an entire weekend. Yeah, Blaze had a great response and came back, and I thought he played great at the offensive end on uh, Saturday. And then Owen really stepped up in Isaac's absence and filled uh, filled that offensively. And then Mick gave us some great minutes, particularly in that second half off the bench, and a key stretch to kind of uh, you know keep building that lead. And so uh, all three of those guys were key for for the effort on Saturday night. Mike DeGeorge, coach of the Colorado Mesa men's basketball team with us on the Team Sports Network. And now it's Westminster coming up on Wednesday night, uh, the team that snapped your 10-game winning streak, Mike, when you lost to them uh, in Salt Lake City, 70-63. to And so uh, the Westminster uh, Griffins uh, with Trey Ferrier had the 19 in the game against you the last time. Pierce uh, Sterling had had 15 points. Like I said, there's a. I'm sure your guys think a little revenge against the team that ended that uh, that winning streak for you. Yeah, we'll have to play way better, and they have an interesting team. They are ten and one in the league, I believe, at home, and one and eight on the road. So their only win is at Adams, um, and so it's a bizarre deal. And you know, I think they beat Metro by forty at home and lost by twenty five on the road. So they've been kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team, but they very have a very talented team and. They just took Pueblo apart on Friday night, and um, it was really impressive. It was one of the best performances I've seen a team in the RMAC have all year. And so, you know, they're very capable, and they'll be very motivated because, you know, they've kind of locked up that six seed. Uh, and if they come in here and beat us, that moves us probably back to the three seed. And that means that they come to us next Tuesday rather than having to go all the way to Black Hills. So, uh, which, which if at the end of the day, that's where they'd be headed. So, um, you know, so they'll be very motivated coming in and confident they beat us the first time, and they've got a very talented group, so it'll be a big challenge. Yeah, you know, they also had that uh, two-point win against uh, New Mexico Islands where, where Ferrier 
uh, had the double-double 18 points and, and 10 rebounds. Uh, Lewis Johnson had uh, a really good game, uh, you know, knocking down threes. He had 15 points. So he had three threes in that game. And then Taylor Miller for them really was uh, – uh, outstanding on the glass, he had 12 rebounds, 10 points. So he he posted a double double. So Ferrier's the guy, but uh, but certainly Johnson, Miller, and others have have played uh, well this season for for Westminster. Yeah, I mean they have a talented team. I mean Ferrier's a first team All League guy who transferred from Utah Valley. They have two BYU transfers. Um, you know they got some guys that have been there a while who really uh, are great athletes and understand what their concepts are. They're really well coached, and so. You know, it's I, I don't know why they've been bad on the road this year, but I think what they've done at home is more representative of, of who they are as a team. And, uh, you know, sometimes letting your teams figure that out and they can go on the road and have success. So we just got to be ready and, and expect their A, a game. And, and we have to play a lot better than we did this weekend if we're going to have success in these last two games. Mike DeGeorge, coach of the Maverick men's basketball team with us on the Team Sports Network. And then after you play Westminster at home, uh, final regular season home game, then you have to head up to Gunnison. Fortunately, uh, the, the shorter trip, but you still have to go up there and play on a Thursday night against Western. And and they're you know look, it's not been a great season for the Mike, but uh, they're coming off a big upset against Regis with a seventy seven seventy two victory. So they have uh, certainly uh, a little momentum here at the end of the season, uh, being an, an upset minded team. No question. And then you know, just any time we go up there, it's a battle. I mean, it, it's you know, it's it's their Super Bowl, and uh, you know, for them to be able to get win against us uh, and knock us out of a possible conference championship uh, would be like the greatest thing um, for them at this stage of the year based on their circumstance. And so, you know, we have to know that we're going to get their absolute best effort. And then, you know, their win at Regis was really impressive and they'll come in with confidence. You know, I think it was a week or so ago, they, <laughs> they almost got uh, Fort Lewis at home. And so, you know, they're very capable and, and it'll take a great effort for us. And then odd circumstances, you know, we'll have to do our scouting report Wednesday night after the game for Thursday's game. Um, and so, you know, not a normal uh, kind of weekend for us. And so it'll be uh, it'll be a big challenge for us to, to get to this weekend. I mean, how much does that mess with the rhythm that you're into normally? I mean, occasionally you'll play the Tuesday game like you did at at Westminster, but normally it's it's Friday, Saturday. This is Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, how much does it really shake up your routine? Well, part of it was when we watched the film, we were like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> this is not good. Like, I knew we were bad on defense, but this is ridiculous. So, <laughs> you know, our guys are pretty committed to to excellence. And so, you know, you got a point that they're physically tired. And so, um, so we had a really light day yesterday. Instead of really working on our defense, we just showed them all the defensive clips that were bad from the weekend. So I think they got the point. And so hopefully we can bring some energy today. And, you know, the reality is the NCAA tournament is odd. It's a different schedule than what we've had. You know, you go Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday. We don't normally do that. So, you know, you got to rise up and be ready on game night. And, you know, the last time we had an odd schedule, we weren't. And we lost at at Westminster. And so, you know, we just got to be able to handle this circumstance and uh, just take on the challenge of it. But recognizing that it is odd, you know, we're going to do our shoot-around at Montrose uh, High School. We're going to you know, be doing uh, our scout after the game at 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night. So it's a very unusual set of circumstances. And routine, to me, is a huge thing in travel. Like, I'm a little uh, anal retentive on our road trips of, like, trying to follow the same routine all the time just so the guys know that, you know, our pregame meal is going to be at this time and we're going to, 
you know, do these things in this way. This is when we watch film. This is when we do these things. So they have this sense of routine on the road. I think it helps mental preparation as you prepare for those games so they're ready. And this will be disruptive to that. So it'll be, it will be a deal for us to, to be ready. Any plus that you get an open weekend, though? You know, is there any? I mean, yeah. is that is that has this is kind of the positive out of this whole thing? Yeah, if we survive these two games, there's no question. It's a huge advantage to be playing Wednesday, Thursday with that Tuesday game at uh, you know um, in the uh, in the Carmack tournament because there's a cumulative effect to this. You put like Mines as an example is Colorado Mines is going to be at uh, Adams and then at Fort Lewis Friday, Saturday, and then you know they got to get back. They usually stay the night, so they drive back on Sunday. You know, and all of a sudden it's it's Monday and they're game prepping for the next day. Um, and then, you know, if they win that game, now they're probably going somewhere for, uh, you know, for the Final Four, the RMAC, the, the semifinals. And, you know, they're, they're having to make all those plans and, and uh, missing more class. And, and so, you know, those things all take play its, uh, its toll. So for us to have Friday off, we'll do a light workout on Saturday, take Sunday off. You know, we should be pretty refreshed. Uh, and ready to go uh, for for the second season. And sitting back and hopefully you know watching, assuming you sweep both games with Westminster and Western Colorado, at maybe winning an RMAC championship, a regular season championship, and hosting the RMAC tournament because Fort Lewis are a game ahead of you. Uh, they have at home Friday night. They've got Metro, and then on Saturday it's Colorado School of Mines. So this is a a big couple of days for your basketball team, a big couple of days in terms of scoreboard watching what happens with Fort Lewis. Yeah, it's kind of like professional golf. You try to get in, you get out early, you're supposed to score, and hang out in the clubhouse and see what happens out on the on the course. So we'll try to post the score and, and put some pressure on uh, Fort Lewis to beat uh, two good teams this weekend. All right.